Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Friar Podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Billy Ritchie, joined by the great Kevin Farahar, FriarBasketball.com. And today, we have a special edition, because we're in person, we're live from Steve Napolillo's office here in Friartown, probably one of the most iconic places in all of Rhode Island other than Twin Oaks. We got Nap to my right, and we have the 16th head men's basketball coach in Providence College his history to my left, Kim English. I'd like to welcome you guys to the show and, and ready to just have a conversation about Providence basketball and Providence athletics today. Guys? Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Cool. So, Nap, we'll kick it to you first, right? I've known you for a while. Um, we've seen a lot of change at PC through the years. You know, when I was first going to games in the Big East, you know, we'd see a lot of opposing gear. You know, fan attendance was good, but it's not where it was today. There's so many people that have been involved over so many years that have been in, in the athletic department that have helped kind of cultivate this culture and this ability to take us from, you know, we're getting there to now we're here, right? What does it feel like now that you're AD, like that we're here and, and we've had as much success as we've seen? Well, you never hear, Billy. I think one of the things that makes us great is every day we say, how do we strive for excellence to get better? If you, if you ever think you arrive, that's when you fail. So I think um, you really take a look back every day to appreciate all the people who got us to this point. And then you challenge yourself every day to get better and what's it going to take to win championships. And I think the key to everything, if you look at the history of Providence College, what's made it so special is people. And as the athletic director, I take it very seriously as every day it's a gift that I've been blessed to be able to come in here and, and be part of helping our student athletes strive for greatness. And it, it really is on me to work with my administration, coaches, Father Sicard, to make sure all of us are on the same page, that we know our mission, we know what we're striving to be, we don't make excuses, and we are every day bringing in people who believe that they can win, win the right way and win big at Providence College. And I, I can say, you know, when I met Coach Kim, you know, I, I mean it when people ask me this, we had an instant connection. It was, I'm a huge people person and I love seeing it. And, you know, we're still undefeated. I always told Coach Kim is when the ball goes up in the air, you know, people are going to start judging on us on wins and losses. But when you ask me from the amazing job he's done of galvanizing this team, keeping these players, the excitement in the community, I, you know, wherever you go, people are so fired up for, for this year and what he stands for is um, I'm really excited for all the fans and everybody who loves Friartown. Great days ahead. And Steve, this was such a big hire, hiring Kim. You know, at, at that point, it was just, I mean, a pressure cooker for you at the time, you know, and you had said to me before, you knew within five minutes of meeting Kim, like this was the guy. So what made him the right guy and how did you know right away? You know, Kev, is it, it was such a unique time because, you know, you had a, you, you were trying to um, balance so many things, you know, you, you, everything was in the media. You don't know what's going on in the sense of what's, you know, people are trying to say, Hey, what's going on. And, and what I always say about coach Kim is I love people who believe in themselves, who do it in a way that it's about the team 
It's about being great. And we just talked about, you know, Providence College. We talk about it every day. It's like Providence College is a special place. There's so many, you know, how many times has Kim said this place is special? And when you talk about it, it's having people who have that belief. It's having, I could tell as I'm a huge believer in watching young men and women, they want to believe in the person who's coaching them. And just the time we spent with each other and when he came on campus and we had dinner with Father Sicard, it was it was the easiest hire in the sense of like, all right, we're ready, let's go. And um, you know, the biggest gift I think people don't give Coach Kim is he's made me more of a spiritual person. You know, as you guys know, I went through a real tough year losing my dad. Every morning he sends me scripture that I read and I digest. Sometimes we even argue about what it's saying. He has to help me through that, but. Those are little things that coaches brought to Friartown that are really special. And what do you think it was about Kim that, I mean, I felt like the the fan base built, like bought in right away. Like the first press conference, I felt like people were kind of sold at that point. I mean, if you look at his history, he's won everywhere. Yeah. I always say, as people tease me, as you know, Mike Tring, you see, and fellow ADs ask me all the time when I took the job, is you got to be ready. Someone can get sick. Someone can mm-hmm. get a job. Yep. And there really was. I looked at a, a, a Sports Illustrated article, a top 10, and he stuck out. And I followed him that year. And you look as a player, what he did at Missouri, uh, going to the NBA, his story overseas, and just how he built up. And then when I talked to Coach Barnes, I have so much respect for Coach Barnes because he loves Providence College to this day. And just, you know, Kim and I just hit it off. And I, every day I go to bed, I'll never forget my father was asking me um, with him and Coach Bath. He's like, I was talking to him. I said, man, I really think these coaches are my one. I was like, Steve, you sold me in two minutes. He's like, you know you're making the right hire. So I I just think he is a gifted young coach who's going to do things that are going to bring us to levels that are going to make Friartown proud. Perfect transition to bringing it back to 2012. You won a championship with Missouri. You had an interview with Holly Rowe after the game. We posted it on the uh, in the Instagram channel. I got a lot of I got a lot of love, but you sounded like a coach back then. Mm-hmm. You gave you gave shout out to the players, to the coaches, you know, to everybody on the staff that kind of led to the success. Was leadership always sort of innate for you, and like something that's been a part of your life, or is it something that you kind of had yeah, to work towards? Yeah, you know, I think it's it's something you 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 build. I think it comes. You know, naturally, if you're passionate about something, you know, if you want to be successful as a leader, you know, you to serve is the best trait, you know, as a leader. So, you know, I'll be I'll step up and take all the blame for any shortcomings that we have, you know, might have. But, um, you know, our our successes are going to belong to our guys, our staff, you know, you know, this this athletic department, the leadership you know, at this college, our students, uh, because this, this thing really is a machine and it's a, it's an engine that's powerful and, and, and it is special. And, and I didn't know how special it was until I got here, but every day I get to see it and I'm re-reminded of how special, and that's not going to stop, mm-hmm. thankfully, mm-hmm. you know, in 80 some odd days when we're, we're tipping it up on November 6th, I'm going to get to see another level of how special this place is, um, you know. So I'm I'm really excited. Been very fortunate to be at some great places, some 
great institution with some great teammates, great players, great coaches, great administrators. And um, I'm really excited to uh, um, continue on, you know, to what, 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 what PC has built over the last, last decade plus. So we came from practice today. We were very lucky to, to, to join um, a practice with some season ticket holders and sponsors and, and great people in the Friar community. We saw out there your leadership style, right? You let your assistants jump right into practice. You, you play with the guys, right? It's almost like you partner with them in that leadership, right? You want everybody to be a leader on, on, on the floor. W- what is the strategy and what, what's sort of the mindset around making everybody a leader on the floor? You said like speaking up, like that, that was a big Yeah, thing. it's important. You know, first and foremost, player-led teams are better than coach-led teams. I only get the, the game from one angle. Mm-hmm. On that sideline, from the coach's box to the baseline, from my seat. That's the only angle I see. It's some things out there when you're in the thick of it that only they can see or hear or feel. Mm-hmm. And I need them to feel strongly about communicating that with me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and as far as my staff goes, I want them to think like head coaches. I want them to think like this is their program and their lives depend on it. Outside of my relationship with God, uh, my daughters, my family, there's nothing more I care about in the world than Providence basketball. Nothing. Not even close. Nothing I want to be more successful. Um, the most ardent Providence fan for 60 years, take, season ticket holder, doesn't care about Providence basketball more than I do. And I want my assistants to feel that same uh, passion and commitment and ownership mm-hmm. to it. You know, when people feel valued mm-hmm. they do care more and, and 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 give more absolutely and one guy who stood out to me was just josh adoro um it, it was almost this you could feel this like calm leadership presence to mm-hmm. him i see someone that you see as one of the leaders of the team i'd love to absolutely. hear more just about his personality too yeah absolutely he's an incredible leader um in every facet uh, there, there, there's a few guys you get to coach over your career that uh might make you uh, choke up on senior night. Uh, he's going to be one of them. Uh, there, there, there's been a few that I've coached that are just that special. Shaquille Harrison at Tulsa, McKinley Wright at, 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 at Colorado. I just missed Grant Williams at Tennessee. Um, Josh Duro at, at George Mason. And Josh Duro here, Devin Carter here. You know, Bryce Hopkins has that ability and upside. Is that special of a player. But Josh is um, I'm so fortunate. You know, to bring those guys that have played for me for the last two years because they know. They know what it should look like. They know what it should sound like for us, what we value, our value system. Um, and uh, the elite mindset. And how's that process been as far as, you know, Ticket and Josh and Justin coming in saying, oh, here's how we do things here. With the guys here being receptive. Yeah, it's not really about, right, this is how we, it doesn't need to be said, right? We're not practicing. We're we're, we're coming into, we we didn't come into a place where a team failed and the coach got fired. We came into a team of uh, great success, Hmm. you know, but it's just, this is how we do things. And it's just, it's it's at an elite standard. Like, I don't think it would be any different than they do things or the things they value at the Golden State Warriors or the Milwaukee Bucks or FC Barcelona. Uh, um, you know, it's just it's just our standard, and it's good enough. It's good enough uh, anywhere we go, you know. So I'm just just those guys have just done it, and um, 
They haven't batted an eye. They don't complain. Um, they've been great. And as far as ticket goes, he reminds me a little bit. I think, yeah. you know, I've watched a bunch of your games in the last couple of years, just his energy. But, you know, two years ago, PC had Al Durham and Justin and I, who I thought came in at just the right time. You know, they kind of did all the individual stuff and it was just about winning. And I, I feel like when I watch ticket, he just makes a ton of winning plays. Um, yeah. We'd love to just hear more about him as a player. And yeah, as a Al from Indiana, um, Justin from, from South Carolina. I got to coach against Manaya when I was at, at Tennessee, actually. Um, and yeah, Ticket is, he's in my nine years in coaching, he's the only guy I've coached all four years. And it's going to be five. I coached him two years at Tennessee, two years at George Mason, and now for a fifth season. So again, we're very connected. Uh, he knows what I'm thinking, what I'm seeing. He knows all of our positions, one through five, rotations, um, and he's just, again, a, a great defender and a great shooter, just a guy you want to have on the court. I think we can have some really good defensive lineups with Ticket, Devin, Garway, Jaden, uh, Josh. You know, we can put some, some really good defensive groups out there, Corey Floyd. Uh, so really excited. When we look at a guy like Bryce, right, he had a couple of 2020 games. He, looks, he looked really good. He looked very lean and strong in practice today. He can already do so many things. What makes you most excited to kind of take him to that like all-American type status this season? Yeah, it's, it's exciting to see him finding flow and finding opportunities um, in our offense. And we really haven't put in much offense yet. It's, it's, it's freedom. It's, it's principles right now. Yeah. Uh, we're not running set plays to get you a shot to a spot. It's just learning the flow, you know. Um, and uh, he's been great. You're receptive. Um, he has the freedom to play all over the court. Can set ball screens. He can come off ball screens. He can rebound and go. Obviously, he can offensive rebounds. He can play in the post. Um, he's a guy that can just play all over the court. He's a guy that can defend all over the court. So excited to play him at the three, at the four, at the five. You know, we can play some small ball lineups where we can create some matchup problems with him at the five. And now, you know, to keep guys like Bryce and to you know to have a, a stacked ro roster here in Friartown, you know, NIL has obviously been a big part of the landscape, right? We happen to know the Friar Family Collective a little bit, you know, BCAT, Alex Vicero, we've worked with them a little bit recently on a, a podcast with Corey Floyd. Would you mind just kind of talking a little bit about the NIL landscape and, you know, how, how awesome it is to have those guys in the fold? Yeah, first, anyone who's watching this, you know, we need your support. At the end of the day is in the new landscape of college athletics, um, name, image, and likeness is a critical part of everything we do. It is what it is. I think um, to we're grateful to the Friar Family Collective, everybody who supports it, but the keys are sustainability and doing it every year and make sure you know we give coach the tools to be successful. And it, it's been awesome. We've had great, great support. Um, you know, we're doing at elite level. The Friar Family Collective. We talk about it. They're really you know from top to bottom, doing it in a um, professional way, giving our student athletes the opportunity to obviously earn a lot of money on their name, image, and likeness, mm -hmm. but also doing it as coach, you know, wearing the Providence jersey is a huge thing for us. Mm -hmm. And coach talks to, to our guys all the time. Is, um, you know, we're, we're going to do a lot in the community. You're going to do a lot to help, you know, brand Providence and, Billy, the days where we're going to say name, image, and likeness, we're going to continue to do this. We're going to ask our fans, our supporters, continue to support it, and we're going to do it at an elite level. Steve, is there any way to gauge, I mean, because this is all private, I assume, to gauge how you're doing in comparison to Big East teams, or is it? I mean, you know, I think 
you know, we're, we're on AD calls all the time, Kev. We, we talk about our challenges and, um, coach, you know, he, he's obviously, uh, talking to his co- fellow coaches, but, you know, when you talk about gauging, there's always going to be teams that might pay, you know, numbers. Coach and I have conversations all the time of who he wants, how we're going to be successful and you keep moving from there. Um, Kim, just, I'd love to talk a little bit about some of the guys who were here that you inherited and also uh, some of the freshmen as well. Uh, one thing that I'm really excited about is just the potential you mentioned, but the potential length in the backcourt you could have and just the defensive upside as far as I see. You know, I know Garley will have some, you know, learning to do as a freshman, but just his physical tools next to Devin, we'd love to hear just your thoughts about the potential of your backcourt defensively. Yeah. Um, you know, if I just, just talk about the four, kind of if you're thinking one, two, Garway, Jaden, um, Devin, and Corey, you know, no little, no small guards. You know, they could size up. And, and I mean, Corey, you know, the way the game is going, Corey could guard most fours. You know, his physicality, Devin can guard most because they're just so tough and physical. Um, yeah, we'll always have great length and toughness and defense. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic about the shooting in the, the backcourt. Um, you know, so yeah, love where we are. I think Jaden is, is ready you know, to take a big jump. I loved what he did in film last season. I, I was, as I watched games, I wanted him to play. I felt myself wanting to see him more. Like I wanted to see him more. He just made such a pop and an impact on the game. I mean, two assists a game and six, six and 10 minutes a game. Or like, yeah, I think he was like, he was like 2.9 and 10 minutes a game or something like that. Yeah. His assist rate was incredible. Um, Garway is a natural. He's just a natural. Uh, defensively, offensively, he sees things on the court that most people don't see. Some things you can't coach. Uh, Corey Floyd, uh, very tough, competitive, athletic, and I think he's an elite shooter. Um, he shot the ball consistently well uh, this spring and summer force. Um, and uh, he shot, shot the ball a good clip last yeah. season, just not uh, a lot of attempts. And Devin Carter has been one of the, my favorite players I've got to coach. Um, He's just a throwback, tough guard. Yeah. It's gonna find a way to have a long career in the NBA, just because he's so tough and so smart and uh, naturally gifted. Yeah, PC fans love Devin. He's, he became huge right away. I mean, as far as Jaden, he seems like, we didn't see it much because he didn't play a lot. I, I kind of live in the prep in high school world, so I see it a lot, but he seems like kind of an energy giver too, you know, like a, a potential leader. As he's a well. great leader. He's a great leader. Yeah. Uh, he's a great leader. That was something we noticed right away uh, naturally gets it. Um, you know, our, our practices need to get more enthused, but uh, the spring was a lot of energy. But he met the bar and was uh, very good. And you want that. You want, you know, your point guard to be one of your best leaders and especially a young point guard, yeah. someone that's going to continue to grow. Um, you know, he's up there on our team as far as work ethic and he's up there on our team as far as leadership. So great student, too. He's, he's the best. I met his mom the other day, and his little brother was at our camp, and just talking to his mom, like, he, he, couldn't, he couldn't ask for a better kid. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, 1 through 14 on our roster, my daughters were older. They were 18. If they brought any of our guys home, I don't know if Nappy feel the same way. I, Nappy's a little more protective than me, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, I, I, I'd, be, I'd be thrilled, yeah. seriously. 1 through 14, a great group of guys. Jaden's a businessman too. He's got his own business, yeah. private societies. 
Jalen really is a total package coach. He is I mean, a great when kid. You, when you sit him down, Kev, it's, I mean, he, he really is a special young man. He's a great kid. Speaking of the business side of it, season tickets. I have my own season tickets. Um, it's going to be harder to move them because we got a lot of season ticket holders these days, right? How have you seen that side of Friartown change where, you know, we don't have as many single game tickets to move and, you know, suites are selling out and, and it, it's just, you know, you got you to pre-plan for, for games and ticket packages just to, you know, make sure that there's inventory out there. I just think the excitement in Friartown, no matter where you go, I was telling Kim last night, I had to go to Target, my son, you know, get baseball cards now, you got to go late at night when they put them out, yeah. you know, he wanted some 2023s, we're in Target, <laughs> somebody just runs up to me, and even though they said they were, you know, season ticket holder, they're like, we love Coach English, I, I think the excitement, Billy, to sell out the building is is awesome, you know, the students are you know, every student wants to go, but the excitement is what I'm really, 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 really proud of for Friartown, no matter where you go. And, you know, Coach English, I, I give him all the credit because in life, no matter what it is, you got to believe, like hope to me is one of the greatest gifts in life. And what he has done with his coaching staff and to galvanize this, this, this whole community the last four months, it's pretty special. And um, we're living it every day. We're going to Spain next week. You know, the donors today are just so excited. So I'm really excited about where we're going, but I'm most excited for all the people who are part of this. And, and Coach Kim, grateful to uh, the tone he set in a short period of time. It's, it's so interesting, right? Like I'll be at a game and I'll look up in the crowd and you'll see somebody from Rhode Island who maybe went to another school, right? And they'd be like, oh, you would have, I didn't know that you went to PC games, right? It's become just such a part of the Rhode Island culture overall. You know, the billboard, right? When you come into Prov, you know, welcome to Friartown, right? It's become Rhode Island's sort of, you know, central sport to watch. And you mentioned the Spain trip, right? I want to talk to both of you about the Spain trip, right? First first on the nap side, but like, you know, take some resources and it takes some things to plan something like a Spain trip. But from your from your perspective, it's got to be more than worth it, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, like we said, we're going to do everything at an elite level. You can do it every four years. What I'm most excited about, Coach and I talk about this all the time, it's a perfect time when you have a new coaching staff for everybody to get a chance to bond. Mm -hmm. gives him an opportunity to let his guys play. But from Father Sicard's coming to Father Noel to a bunch of donors to my family to coaches' families, and I, I just think it's a really, really great time to go on the road and really build a, a community. And a lot of, a lot of great teams have used this as an opportunity to really start something special. I'm sure you feel so. Yeah, my freshman year, we did it. You know, we took a foreign tour. Now they were, a, my senior year of high school, they were a 16 and 16 team. And, you know, some freshmen came in, some returners were there. We won 31 games, won the Big 12 championship, went to the, went, to the elite eight, um, I'll take that. I'll take that right now if that's going to be the outcome. You know, <laughs> yeah. but uh, of course, you know the, the 2008 Celtics. They went and played preseason in Italy or France, wherever it was. Um, the basketball well, was great. We'll be able to get film, teach, playing against pros. But the time that <clears throat> the guys are forced to spend with each other so important. Post COVID. Our players are used to being isolated. They're used to being alone yep. in their rooms, on their phones. When we go out and eat on the road, there are no phones. 
You know, we're, we're, we, 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 because it's the most important thing you have in college basketball is how together you are. And uh, it's been the biggest focus of ours this spring through the summer to now. We have to get this team connected um, at a way that um, they haven't, that we want to be, just you know, the way we, we, we want to be. And let people know, Billy, Kevin is, we checked into streaming games. We have the great Nick Rojas. He'll be on the trip. Shout out, Nick. <laughs> it's just in those gyms and stuff. It's really hard to make sure that you can do it. So Nick will be taking highlights to, to send back to Friar fans on social media. But I know I get people tweeting at me, emailing me about why we're not streaming every <laughs> yeah, day. And, um, Two reasons. So. You don't want to have a bad product. <laughs> you don't want to have a bad product. You don't want to Amen. show crappy, bad, blotchy. And... November 6th, we want to, you know, have a surprise. We don't want anybody scouting us. Yeah. You know, put in, they have to, so. Shout, uh, shout out PC Athletics real quick. On the post recently of Friars who played in Spain, we've got yeah, some great cool, throwbacks man. there, yeah. like, like Jeff McDermott. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Jeff McDermott, ben you know, ben Jeff too. Xavier, Randall Hankey, Ben Bentel. It was just cool to see all the guys who played in Spain at the, yeah. at the yeah. highest level. Yeah. yeah. So, Kim, talking about scouting, I, I would love to learn more about your staff, your assistants. Oh. I think a big thing Billy and I want to get out of this was just make it kind of a, an opportunity for Friar fans to learn more about not only the players coming in, but but your staff. So we'd love to start with Dennis Felton. I know some of the fans who have been here for a while remember Dennis from the 90s. But I just loved his presence today um, in practice, loved his voice. We'd love to learn more about him and what you've learned from him. Yeah, uh, he's a great teacher. Um, I got to work with his, you know, I played against him in college. He was a head coach at Georgia. My freshman year, he was with the San Antonio Spurs, my NBA draft year. So he led a pre-draft interview. And when oh. I tell you, he was grilling me. I mean, absolutely grilling me in that, that pre-draft workout in San Antonio. I got to work with him at the University of Tulsa. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we, we parted ways. He went on to be a head coach at Cleveland State. I went on to work at Colorado, Tennessee. And then uh, when I got the opportunity at George Mason, he was one of my first phone calls. Um, he's a pro's pro. Uh, 30 years in this business, 30 plus, a ton of success. He is absolutely relentless in recruiting. He's relentless in his player development. He's relentless in his game preparation and just getting the guys better. Uh, he works with our bigs predominantly. Um, and the growth that, our, that I've seen from our front court players the last two years has been astronomical. And it's just, he, he's relentless. He, he doesn't stop. And he's a pro's pro. He's seen it all. And, you know, when I became a head coach, it was important to me to have someone on, on, on my staff that could help me with blind spots. I would have been foolish if I was thinking I'm going into a thing and, you know, had everything figured out. And he's been great for me. And uh, we go at it. We absolutely go at it in meetings. But when we walk on the court, it's a unified front. And that's what I want. I really want my staff to challenge me and all my thoughts. Because uh, I think that's the only way we, we can come out with the best outcome for us. Kim, can I also, one of the things that really attracted me to Kim, Kevin, was that he had the self-awareness when I was looking at staffs and people. As a young guy, even for me, as you know, as a first-year AD, you really use mentors. To see that Kim knew he needed a guy like Dennis Felton, to me, is a, is a really key quality yeah. of a person. Um, and I, I, I'm like, Kim is like, Dennis, if you look at, Pretty special. I think that, you know, in his speech today, he talked about what Providence means to him, cutting by the neck. But it's it's also a key character instinct and, and on, on Kim that we all need great people around us to challenge us to be better every day. 
And Steve, what have his conversations with you been like? I mean, obviously, awesome. night and day. I, I was here in the late 90s, early 2000s. So obviously, the facilities, you can't even compare. But we would love to hear just what his initial impressions were when he first saw this place. Well, Coach Kim could tell you, I, I'm always talking about gratitude. Every day's a gift. I had I had Dennis actually speak at one of my all-staff meetings, get up just to say, you know, I know if you're working here, you might not really think that walking into these buildings every day, walking on campus, he goes, I was here where there was nothing. Yeah. And it was really powerful for everybody. I don't mm -hmm. care what coach you were, what, you know, where, and he did an amazing job. And I, I think when you have that perspective, not just from basketball, but when you have someone like Dennis who's kind of seen this really evolve to where it is, it makes other people say, oh, wow, yeah. think about that. Yeah. Think about where PC is and where it was and where we want to go. No, I mean, for that era of Friar basketball, Rick Barnes, Dennis, you know, uh, Danny Gavitt, Larry Scheidt, Frank Fischel, for those guys that have five, six NBA players mm -hmm. yeah. in that era, yeah. you know, and the, the, you hear the stories, they had to hide campus. They had to bring bring kids <laughs> in at nighttime. Yeah. They had to, yeah. like, uh, things we don't do, we... We can't wait to give kids tours of campus yeah. and this facility. It, it's a, it's a, it's so comfortable and it's, you know, this place has evolved so much. And I just hear from stories, and I'm fortunate that I know Larry Scheid and Rick Barnes and Dennis Felton. Um, you know, so I, I know those stories well. We want to talk about Tim Fuller. Um, you know, he's at the NBA draft with the Thompson Twins. Yeah. He, you know, has those connections, you know, through OTE and. He, he's just he's just interesting. I was watching him at, at practice. You know, he was stoked. He was like studying everything and you know and writing everything down. And it was just just his, he had like an aura to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, he's learning us, our system. You know, I, I cut Tim. Um, he coached me eleven years ago. He was associate head coach at Missouri when we were thirty and four, Big Twelve champions. He was our top guy. I mean, our top guy, bar none. Um, you know, and uh, you know. Ten years later, later he was with Patino at Louisville. He was a head rep at Nike on the pro side, yeah. um, and has been with OTE. So he's getting back to learning our system, uh, but he's um, super smart. You know, he played at Wake Forest with Tim Duncan, graduate of Wake Forest, was a walk on there. Um, you know, he's just the ultimate grinder. Uh, very, very, very smart, um, and and connected, connected in the industry, you know, connected to prospects and connected to our players. Um, and I just had the best of memories about him. You know, when I was, um, you know, I, I thought back to the best team I've ever been on, mm -hmm. my senior season. And I've been trying to recreate that amount of selflessness and competitiveness and toughness in a group sense. And I haven't been able to find it mm -hmm. with the Pistons in Europe, Tulsa, Tennessee, Colorado, Georgia. I haven't been able to find that team yet. It, it, I've been searching for it. It's my nirvana. Like I want that team again. And the fact to bring someone back that was, you know, with me in that moment, it's, it's been, been great. And, and Nate Thompson. Nate is, he's the best. Um, you know, he's, he's one of my best friends. I've known him since 2007 when we were in New England playing prep school basketball. He was at Lee Academy. I was at Notre Dame Prep. Um, you know, he was another senior like me going to the Big 12. He was going to Colorado, was going to uh, Missouri. So we got to compete against each other in high school. We got to compete, each, compete, compete against each other for three years in college. Uh, conference realignment hit 
And then ironically, his Buffaloes moved to the Pac-12. Um, <clears throat> he won a Pac-12 championship his senior year, the same year we won a Big 12 championship. Uh, he went to play six years pro in Australia. We reconnected on staff at Colorado, uh, worked together closely uh, for just one season. Um, when I moved on to Tennessee, we stayed connected. We actually scheduled a series, Tennessee, Colorado, a three-game series uh, that we didn't get to coach in because we left for George Mason. So we left <laughs> Rick Barnes and Tad Boyle to, oh, no, we did. We played, we played him once. We played him once. We won. Um, but uh, he's super smart. Mm. On both sides of the ball, with us, Dennis keeps his eyes on defense. Nate on the offensive side of the ball. Tim rebounding. Um, he's very, very smart. Um, he will be a Division One head coach soon. He could be an NBA head coach shortly after. Um, he's brilliant. Um, coach's son, and um, and and a, a, a very aggressive and a relentless recruiter as well. Very nice. Um, now, in terms of the things you do in the community, you do a lot. Um, PC, you know, the PC brand goes a long way. I love the work you guys do with the Wish Come True, especially on game days. Um, do you mind just talking about some things that you guys have done in the community recently or, you know, some plans for the future? I think Coach and I are on the same page. And every discussion we had to start off, we have daily is how do you give back? How do you make an impact? How do you make a difference? And uh, we just had a special event last week that yes. Coach was a part of with his team. And um, You know, when you stand in there, we uh, a dad got up and spoke. His 15-year-old son had brain cancer. And we, we take for granted the gift of life. And it really hit me this year, losing my pops, is you, you get in those moments where you know you have something special, but when it's taken away from you, yeah. And I, I listened to this dad, and um, Kim and I are aligned on a lot of things, but I, we're not more aligned on anything more than anything we can do to help people. Kim and I know, and that's Providence College. I think that's something that's made Providence College for 100 years. I think it's why it's a special place, the core of what it stands for. And, yeah. You have to have gratitude. You have to realize that the gift of sitting here with you to talk about how special Providence College is something. And, um, we're always going to do as much as we can. And uh, it's something that we get more out of than I think we can. 100%. To whom much is given, much is expected. Um, it's foundational you know, to us. Like It's not about us. It's not about me. It's not about us. We are so thankful and fortunate. Uh, by the grace of God, <clears throat> yeah, it's our duty to give back as much as we can. And that's done a great job. The athletic, everyone here at the college um, is, is giving um, time, resources, opportunity, experiences. It's um, yeah, it's 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 foundational. It's it's foundational. It's a part of the mission, you know, the college and and the um, yeah. The order. I mean, it's the order. I mean, you tell me what we get a we get a a front row seat to some of the most selfless people in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, our 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 Dominican friars. You know, live simply, give, and uh, we're we're very fortunate. Time, treasure, and love, and we try to tell our young men and women it, it really is more gratifying when you give than you receive. It's incredible as you get older. It takes time mm -hmm. as you mature, but it's um. It really is PC. It all goes back to basketball. 
I mean, that's the way we want to play. You know, defensively, having your teammates back, helping a teammate, you know, being more excited about, him, about an assist than a basket. You know, the, the way you – and you get to test it, right? You know, you have a really bad game. You're one for nine tonight. Probably was. But we won, right? What's your mindset and attitude in the locker room? Are you moping in your chair? But that guy who doesn't get to play a lot, he was five for five, and it was the first three-pointer he made in his career, and his family was at the game. You know, like, what, how are you presenting yourself to him? You know, that, that, that's the most important thing. So you what? Know? Now what, baby? That's right. Good game, Steve. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if we won. I have just one more. Um, it's general, but just, I think, important. You know, Steve, just your excitement. You know, I, there was so much, just so much going on in the spring, right, before Kim came in and with Kim coming in. But can you put into words just how excited you are for where we landed and where we're going? Yeah, as I said, every day I'm fired up to get up and keep it going. But my excitement is for all the people who give their money, their love, their passion, because hope and believing in something is one of the greatest gifts. And that's why I'm so excited to have Coach English sitting here with me, because realistically, I'm just a conduit to, to help get some. Coach English came in, and he is the sign of hope that Friartown needed during a difficult time. And I'm, I'm a huge believer, Kevin. The past is the past. The future is the future, and that's where my focus is. That's what Coach and I talk every day about. We have an amazing opportunity to do something special. I have a teammate who wants to be here. I have a teammate who believes in me. I believe in him, and we believe where we are. We believe we're at a special place and that we can accomplish great things. And I'm just really excited for, for everybody in Friar. I'm going to ask some fun ones then here. Since you've, since you've made the move to Rhode Island, what's been your favorite place you visited in, in Little Rhodey? Oh, man. Um, it's, I really love landing here on an airplane. Yeah. And getting to get a good, and, and as I've now, I've, I've learned the topography or, and how to get around the state, looking and seeing where I'm, but proximity to the ocean, I love. Yeah. You know, um, you know the country club, thankfully, the college got you know, me on it. It's good golfer. Good golfer, Bill. No, I'm not a great, I'm not a good golfer. <laughs> Warwick Country Club. You know, I, I get to, and when I'm, I'm playing golf there, relaxing with my daughters, I feel like I'm on vacation. Mm -hmm. And like, you, you can't beat that, you know. Um, Musquamacate. Narragansett, I mean Newport, just some great places, and uh, it, it's a, a short drive, you know. So I love that. But the most special thing about this place, I'm serious, it's it, it's the college, and it's the excitement that we have. Like mm -hmm. people say, what makes a great why? Like, why is this a great job? Season tickets are sold out. Like it, it's it's arguably the best home court advantage in the Big East Conference. Mm -hmm. Like that's a great like. Players want that. Players don't want to play in empty NBA arenas. They want to play in packed venues that are loud and responsive and you win. And, you know, the atmosphere when the students are on campus, it's, it's, it's like I've been to some great places. I mean, Tennessee, Missouri, Colorado, the, the atmosphere on campus is incredible. Mm -hmm. But when you drive around this campus, you know, no fraternities or sororities that the students are so connected and together and it's um it's it's i've not experienced it i've not experienced it 
and it is it is special. It, this college is my favorite place about about Little Rody. Pretty crazy, Bill. Just the last you know week, we're yeah. doing the student lottery, and we wish we had tickets for every. We have eighteen hundred tickets for forty two hundred students, and the passion every student want to go to a game. It really is. You know, we've talked about this. The articles is. You know, talking to the Dukes in Kansas, how you have to do the lotteries. <laughs> Coach and I are talking about how do we try to get the, you know, the seniors to get to games. I mean, it's 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 rarefied air. We talk about there's a lot of schools in the country who got to have these problems. I don't know if I, they'd want the emails, but they they make the problems, right, Coach? I'll figure, I don't know yet. I'll, I'll figure <laughs> out what my ticket allotment is, and, I, and and I'm gonna personally give students tickets, my tickets to games. You know. Um, you know, I won't be able to, I don't know what I get, 15, 20, whatever it is, but I'm going to give, um, you know, some tickets to students this year um, to every game. I'll, I'll give students student tickets to every game. Just uh, don't go don't don't go crazy with the tall boys in the family. <laughs> That's all I can ask. Makes me want to be a student again. <laughs> Did you give him some good Rhode Island food recommendations when he got here? Uh, yeah, we've, uh, he still hasn't eaten. My mom's got to have him over for dinner. That's the one last one. She's dying to have him over. But, yeah, I mean, Kim loving Rhode Island. I yeah. think we've gone to a bunch of places. We love to, you know, we've gone to donor events. As he said, we've had a bunch of golf outings, and there's so many great restaurants. It'll take them a full year to. We've got two beautiful daughters who would who would melt melt your hearts when you see them, and um, yeah. you know they're big uh, they're big swimmers. They love the they pool. Are, they've been in the pool or the ocean every day for the last 14 days. Every That's day, awesome. um, yeah. So, no, a lot of great food. I mean, I live downtown. I walk to places every night. Um, it's great. Yeah, I'm starting to venture down to East Greenwich more, the restaurants down there. Yeah. Um, food's awesome. Italian food's great. I've lived in Italy, and the Italian food's good. So, <laughs> you know. You heard, you heard it here, people. Um, guys, I want to thank you so much right. for joining us for this conversation. This right. was awesome. Kim, it was great to just sit down and get to know you a little bit more. Matt. Thank you, as always. You run the show here in Friartown. We know the deal. Um, on, be, on, on behalf of Kevin and I, go Friars. We appreciate your love and passion, guys. Thanks for all you do to build the brand. Thank you.